0: Adventures with my 40s. I'm Courtney Henning Novak, a 42-year-old woman doing my best to thrive during this decade of life. You can find the show notes at courtneyhenningnovak.com. And here's the show. Hello, adventurers. Long time no podcast. This is episode 27, and today I'm going to be talking about summer 2021 and pandemic healing. It's been like six weeks since my last episode, and oh, what a difference six weeks makes. I am vaccinated. Woohoo! I feel like I should have some bells here to, like, ring them and celebrate, but I don't want to hurt your ears. Also, I didn't think of it, and I'm too lazy to get up and re-recording, you know. No way. I'm sitting down. I got the mic. I'm recording in my kitchen, which I don't know that I've ever done, but I have an empty house Yes, since the last time I recorded an episode, my husband, Nathan, he took a new job, and he gets to go work in an office again for the first time. So he's been there for like a month, and so since March 2020, this was his first time working back in an office before that. He was working, um, his office, quote unquote, was a pink glider chair my parents got me when I was pregnant with Pippa. It was... uh, it's supposed to be the breastfeeding chair. Not a lot of breastfeeding happened there, but it—you know—it—it it got its most action ever uh, in twenty twenty as Nathan's home office headquarters. He is very happy to be back at an office, and I think he really likes the new job. It's a smaller law firm much smaller, but as many litigators as his old firm had, big firms tend to have like a lot of different departments. So it's as many litigators as he used to work with. Litigators are the people you see on TV courtroom dramas who go to court and fight. And and it's not a lot of court, you think it is, but that's who they are. And he's working in um, a city called San Marino, which is just south of Pasadena. So um, his commute in 2020 was zero minutes, you know, because walk from the shower to the pink chair. But now his commute is seven minutes, as opposed to if he was going back to work at his old job, he'd be going to downtown LA, which is 45 minutes if you're lucky, more like an hour a lot of the time. So it's, it's just lovely, I think, for him to have that time back. So that's a big change we've had and me being vaccinated and he's vaccinated too. He got his vaccination kicked in a few days before mine because we decided to stagger it and that's just how it worked out. I never, um, I never got sick. I'm trying to think, did I have a day where I was slightly tired and sluggish? If, yeah, I think so, but it really wasn't more than like the sort of fatigue you would have with a cold. It really, I thought, like, I was worried that I wouldn't be able to take the kids to school or, you know, function and that Nathan had a new job and my parents, my dad, you know, was, they were ready to come over and help out if they, if I needed them, but I was totally fine. So, and I've heard though, that if you have a strong immune system, you have a worse reaction. So uh, cheers to having a shitty immune system, I guess. And school is out. Julian graduated from preschool last Friday. But he, still, he started preschool, summer school. We're calling it camp for him. He started preschool, summer school. But it's with a different teacher. And I, with Pippa, I did not have her do camp the summer after preschool. Because I wanted, it's like, okay, you've ended and you've graduated. And now your next step is you're moving on. And she got to go to a new camp. And that really worked for her. Like, she's loves new things. She will like, like she's going to two different camps this summer and she would be thrilled if i let her go to five different camps. Uh, Julian's a different beast and he's a little more um, nervous. He says, I'm excited, but nervous about kindergarten. I'm like, yeah, you have a lot of feelings. That's okay. Um, But just my gut told me he needed some stability. And he also, so he's with his last year preschool teacher and you know, they had to end last March. So it's like he gets this bonus five extra weeks to make up for what he lost last year. So it's great. And I actually thought he started, I was convinced and I wrote it on my calendar, absolutely convinced he didn't start preschool camp until next Tuesday. And uh, you know, it was just, woe is me. Cause he had school last week, but Pippa didn't. So me and Pippa did a couple, we, we um, no, we didn't do any mommy daughter dates. We did mommy daughter, movie. We were finishing Harry Potter series and we've, we've done it. We're done. She loved it. And so she, I, I thought I had this whole week was him. And then this, his preschool camp for five weeks is just Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So we would have Mondays and Fridays. And I was a little like bummed just to have, I just need a little me time, you know, to recharge my batteries. Um But turns out I get the me time today and turns out what i wanted to do was podcast so here i am um, yeah so julian gets the stability of preschool and then he gets the mondays and fridays with me and we'll have a bunch of mommy son dates which he needs because he was very jealous of pippa who didn't have who only had like the hour of school on mondays so we were able to go on outings and to museums and he took that very personally you know he's 5 as he's want to do So yeah, I'm in this space where I'm trying to, you know, I did this episode, what episode number was it? Um, Oh, I forget. Where I talked about the space between hope and despair. I gotta tell you right now, I am trying to lean towards hope these days. Oh, that was episode 20. And when I did episode 20, being in that space between hope and despair felt right. But right now I feel like I need to be more in Hope City, and um, just let myself believe that like our school district's been saying that the intention is for the next school year to be full schedule. So I'm just trying to stay hopeful about that. And like, it, if and when things change, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. So looking ahead to summer, like it feels like summer started, even though it's only June 15th because both kids are in camp. But um, I know it doesn't officially start for another week. But I'm looking ahead at summer, and I feel like I need to spend this summer healing from the pandemic. Is the pandemic over? Fuck if I know. Is the 2021-2022 school year going to be normal? Fuck if I know. Is California done with shutdowns? Fuck if I know. I don't know. But what I do know is that I am ready to heal. Even if there's more trauma ahead, I want and need to heal from the trauma of just this collective traumatic experience that we've been through since March 2020. And acknowledging that, you know, it's this collective traumatic experience, but it also was personally a traumatic experience. So like seeing that for everyone, it was a collective, like that everyone I know I'm yet to meet someone who is like, oh, no, the pandemic was great. It was easy. It was like the best year of my life. For most people, it's been a traumatic experience. But I think like acknowledging... So it's good to acknowledge it's a collective experience, traumatic experience. But I also need to acknowledge that for me, it was a traumatic experience. Because when you say collective, it can kind of get a little impersonal. And it sort of diminishes the trauma of it. And I need to acknowledge like this was fucking traumatic. There was... I mean, we went from, I mean, uncertainty went to a whole new level, and like how the ground was ripped out of our feet. And I was, you know, I was thinking recently, like, I went out somewhere with the kids, and it was easy. And how hard though it was when places first reopened from the first shutdown, and most places weren't reopened, but there were some. And I I took them to these gardens that we love, the uh, Descanso Gardens. Uh, It's where Nathan and I got engaged. And and I've been there with the kids dozens of times. But going there, and we were still in that stage where it was intense hand washing because people thought it was transmitted by contact. So we were there, and we had masks. And they weren't very good masks because, like, Old Navy wasn't selling masks yet. They were, you know – homemade and they were the best efforts but people were still learning like what size and how to fit it and and we weren't even and we weren't used to masks and I had all this Purell and it was just and, and trying to social distance like like it was such that was a traumatic experience like everything fucking changed and now it's easy now I get social distancing and oh yes we have to bring face masks and now we put them on and now we can take them off and I you know I don't not like we're hand washing like we normally would but I'm not like obsessively putting you know, Purell and antibiotic goo on my kids' hands every 15 minutes. So, but there's, there's healing that needs to be done. So how the hell do I do that? Well, honestly, I don't know. But the first step I can take is noticing and paying attention to my need to heal. I first encountered the idea of noticing and paying attention to issues in um, a book called The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. i got to tell you, it, when I first read about his explanation of that, he was talking about like your heart energy and how it can get blocked and how if you want your energy to be flowing, that all you have to do is pay attention and notice when your heart is blocked and that will unblock the energy. Like just the paying attention and noticing will get your energy and love flowing again and I read that and I thought well that's a big steaming pile of bullshit but then I started doing it and holy shit it worked I I read the book like right before or during a trip to New York with my sister and I remember being in a cab in Manhattan and being a little stressed and noticing and paying attention to the fact that my heart was all tightened up and then suddenly just noticing it everything relaxed and I was like what how? What, what witchcraft is this? How does this work? And the more I do it, the more, like, noticing and paying attention to my issues really actually is the way to solve my issues. That it's just noticing and paying attention and then, like, that starts the change. I used to be a screamer at my kids. I hated it. They hated it. And it felt like like, something that was just, like, this is going to be part of parenting. I'm just, like, again, and I knew a lot of people who screamed, too. So it's like, oh, I guess this is just, this is how how we parent in, you know, the 2010s. And, no, wait, it's not the 2020s. Holy shit, I'm old. Um, And, but I noticed and paid attention to the fact that I screamed. And I journaled about it. And I was like, I don't want to scream at my kids. And I didn't have any solutions. I didn't read any books, you know, about, like, crash course and how to stop screaming at your kids, but I just noticed and paid attention how I felt, and when I screamed, and oh, I was, I took the kids to the park even though I slept like shit last night, and I had like no gas in my tank, so of course, like, then I ended up screaming, and just, and that changed it, and now, I, I honestly don't remember the last time I screamed at my kids, I don't think I've screamed at them in ages, I've probably shouted, and... There were probably a couple of times of shouting during the pandemic. It definitely is at least a couple in 2020 and one or two in 2021. But I think I'm doing pretty damn well. Like, no screaming. Like, I mean, because this was, like, like guttural, like, screaming as loud as I could at them and often in the car. And, like, just paying attention and noticing really, um, really helped me deal with that. And uh, it sounds... Like, bullshit. Like, if, if you're a screamer and you're listening, you're probably like, um, that's not how you fix screaming at your kids. But it, that's what worked for me. So that's what I'm going to be doing this summer, is paying attention and noticing my need to heal and seeing what comes up when I journal, when I meditate, when I'm talking to friends or family or just random feelings. I, I'm still doing um, Noom, the weight loss app. And a lesson the other day was about, um, ask yourself how you feel. I was like, oh, wow, that's such a simple thing. But I've been doing that, and um, I, I put a, a reminder on my phone. And so when I am like go to check text messages, there'll be a little reminder that says, how do you feel? And I'll be like, oh, how do I feel? And sometimes it's, I feel great. And sometimes it's, eh, I'm feeling pretty, like, like you know, worn out and drained. And it's, it's such a nice little thing to add to my life. So, I don't know. I will be paying attention and getting curious about my need to heal this summer. And so, I can't really predict what exactly that's going to look like. And, you know, and I can't predict what it's going to look like for anyone. Healing from this experience, I, I think it's going to be very personal, um, deeply personal for everyone. Like my kids, I think about them and that they need to heal from this experience too. And their healing is. Not really what my healing is going to look like. Like, I'm an introvert. And my healing is going to involve alone time. And reflection and introspection. Because that's who I am. But Pippa is this exuberant, busy extrovert. And she... It still just amazes me how she will spend... Like, yesterday she was at camp from 9 to 4. And it was a hot, hot day. And... I mean, we came home and she went swimming for an hour and she would have swam another hour if I let her because having that whole day of camp activities and being with other kids completely juiced her up and she was just ready for more. And and that's what she needs after a year of, you know, mostly distance learning of like a smattering of hybrid school, you know, two days a week for not even a full day for the last couple months of the year. And, you know, she had her pod. But, and she loves her pod boys, um, but, you know, it was only two kids. And she actually thrives on, like, the more the merrier and on activities. And so she's, like, all the camp. She is, I signed her up for maximum camp. I just had this past week off and probably would have signed her up for camp, but there just weren't camps that last week. And then I do have both kids off for the last week before school so that we can do some fun, you know. Adventurous shit, like go to a water park and the beach. Probably not the beach unless I get another grown up to go with me because the beach with my kids is terrifying. They both think they're mermaids. They do not understand that they will get sucked down and die. So yeah, let's not. Let's just say now I'm not taking them to the beach by myself this summer. Um, and then Julian's needs some stability this year, summer, and he needs, you know, as he's a little nervous about. Uh, kindergarten and he needs mama time because he has felt neglected that Pippa has gotten more of my attention and he wants you know he he just I mean he even talked to me about it like I like I was like he's like I feel like you don't love me because you're spending more time with her so now he gets to be showered with my love and attention and it'll be funny in like 10 years when they don't want my attention to to think back how much they were fighting for my attention now and how they will be fighting to get the hell away from me when they're teenagers. Um, So thinking of summer 2021, these are some things I'm going to try to do. First, I want some fun and play because that just feels damn good. And there was an absence or a shortage on fun and play. Um, this past year, and and a lot of play and fun was mandatory because, like, Pippa was isolated, so it's like, okay, I'm going to play a board game with you, I'm going to do this with you, I'm going to do that with you, but it was like, you know, it wasn't enough for her, because she needed me to be ten kids, and I can't, I'm one mom, I can't be ten kids for her, and it was also tough on me, because it was like, I need to, like, sit down and write for three hours uninterrupted, and, but she would keep coming in every ten, fifteen minutes, because she was, like, starved for human interaction, so, you know, now we need, like, real play and fun. And, like, for all of us, um, we went to a place called Funbox that's at our mall. And it's, like, moon bounce land. And then they have a bunch of video game, like, old arc- arcade boxes that you can play. And they have a Guitar Hero. So I played two songs and then my hand hurt. I'm out of shape for Guitar Hero. But it was so fun. And I was on the moon bounce with the kids. And there's this ninja wall. And you have to, like... Like you have to run up it and it's like practically running up a straight wall at the end and you have to get to the top in order to do a slide. I never got up there. But it was fun trying and I'm trying to get in better shape and maybe we'll go in a month and I'll be able to do it or get closer to do it. And uh, my friend Kelly recommended uh, Glennon Doyle's new podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. She, her May 31st episode is about fun and it was a great episode. So if you're struggling for ideas about fun, um, go ahead and listen to that. Um, yeah, and, you know, if we're fun, I'm definitely, I got me and Julian a pass to Chuck E. Cheese where he gets to do two hours every week. And it's like, it, it works out to like less than four bucks an hour with this, like, you need to pay up front, like 90 bucks. And I I love going to Chuck E. Cheese with my kid. If you don't love going to Chuck E. Cheese with your kid, don't go to Chuck E. Cheese with your kid. But we actually have a blast. We, um, he loves to play the games with me still and there's like this plants versus zombies game where you have like the pea shooters and they're shooting water at the screen and he will like sit there with me and play it for 10 minutes and I'm like this is like the most like easy game and yet it's hilarious to be shooting water at a screen with your kid and we just enjoy it and we'll we'll bring Pippa too but she's at camp more so I don't know that I'll probably get her a pass like we're just you know maximize the fun and i'm going to get they do bowling passes at our local bowling alley and you get to go bowling like you can go literally every day play three times a day so yes i'm getting that pass and i love bowling and um i think bowling with my kids will be super fun so that's some fun i'm looking forward to plus we have the pool um though i'm not as fun in the pool with my kids because i'm on like drowning watch and it's hard to be like having fun and being vigilant. When Nathan's in the pool with me, we can have fun because it's like one of us is having fun with the kids and the other one's a little more like in relaxing while being serious mode. So, and maybe I'll, I'll find some ways to have fun with like, you know, like with my husband and with some, you know, girlfriends. So, then I want to go to different places, especially with Julian since we have these Mondays and Fridays for the next five weeks. And a lot of places are reopening and it's just nice to go to different places. Um, I just feel like my best self when I'm going to different places. Like I can feel my soul expanding to like include different places. So I'd like to go to places we haven't been in the past, you know, forever and try some new places and just, you know, check them out for shits and giggles. I do intend to do lots of relaxing in the pool, uh, which gets me fresh air and outside and burns out the kids energy as much as possible. Although seriously, like. They were up to 8.40 last night after having... I mean, Pippa, I'm like, you were at camp from 9 to 4 outside. I put you in the pool for an hour, and you still, like, were, like, ready to keep partying. And then at 8.40, she was falling apart. And, um, totally. And it's like, oh, you're exhausted. We finally get you to the point where you're exhausted. Go to sleep. I would also like a lot of nature. Nature's very healing for me, restorative. Um, the heat kicks in here, so I... I'm seeing some beach days. Please. And, um, you know, my parents live near the beach. So maybe sometimes I'll go out their way with Julian and then leave him with them and go take my walk at the beach. That would be nice. Yeah. I should try to do that. I am also ready for some lavish self-care. I got my first massage since February, 2020 last weekend. Um, it was amazing. I just loved it. I get actually and I, I call it lavish self-care. I just go get a um a $30 massage at this place where it's like an uh, they have a lot of these where we live and um it's like an open room and um you know like six people can be getting a massage at once and you keep your clothes on and I actually love it that way and you don't schedule it, So you just show up when you're ready. And I see a, definitely a few more of those In my future, and I think I'm due for a facial. It's been a long time, but now that I'm vaccinated, I feel okay with having another person like, you know, three inches from my face decluttering, doing it slowly. Slow is like, I think going to be a key theme for summer 2021 for me. Um, just letting things go slowly. Like I have been walking a lot since the beginning of the year and my goal was to average 12,000 steps a day. And I'm like, okay, that was great for like the first five months of the year. And now I'm going to put that goal aside. And I guess I want to exercise and move my body because that feels good, but I'm not always going to be able to get 12,000 or even 10,000 steps a day. Like today it's supposed to be 102 in Pasadena. So I took a short walk before like the heat, Felt like I was gonna die, so I'm like at 4,500 steps right now, and love my pedometer. And like seriously, if I hit 6,000 today, I'll be impressed. But we're gonna spend hours in the pool, so it's just like, you know, I I'm I'm releasing that 12,000 steps a day goal. And uh, in the fall, if the kids are actually at full time school, maybe I'll be like, ooh, I'm gonna try 15,000 steps a day, or you know, something crazy. I, I will, though, keep exercising because exercising just feels goddamn good for me. Um, decluttering. I've made, actually, some really good progress with that. Like, we got rid of Pippa's distance learning setup. We had this table in our kitchen, and she had, like, this cart filled with books. And we got the table out, and the cart's still in here, and we're going to turn it into, like, a craft cart. And But it just already feels so much better to have cleared that space. And the kids have, you know, they're five and eight now, and there's a lot of toys that they're just not using. Like, Pippa went from hardcore playing with her dolls every day to suddenly, like, I don't play with dolls. And it's just funny how these kids flip a switch. Like, they have, like, some developmental leap. And so, you know, a lot of her, she sent her dolls to the basement. And Julian was, like, after, you know, five years of being intensely into animals, was, like, I want to put my animals in the basement. And he, he said he wanted to get rid of them. I'm, like, I do not trust you. I'm not sending these to Goodwill or preschool yet. I'm putting these in a box. And if, like, a year or two from now he's, you know, truly not into it, it's like, okay, then I will give them away. I don't want to hold on to these forever. But, you know, I also don't want to buy $200 worth of animals. I mean, because this was all he wanted for birthdays and Christmases, like, since he can since he was like old enough to articulate what he wanted that's all he wanted so he's got a lot of animals but it created a lot of space and it just feels good and like like slowly like and i've decluttered like spaces that just you know places a clutter accumulated in our house because it was time was very limited and i often chose writing over things like decluttering and tidying up the house. And I feel like this summer, especially for the next month because for the next like five weeks, Julian only has three days of camp for three hours and I have to take Pippa to camp after I drop him off. So I really only get like two and a half hours. And I'm like, I just like last week I haven't worked on my novel. So I I started this novel last November 1st for NaNoWriMo and it's about this room mom and I love it. And I love where it's going. Excuse me. But i realized I'm I'm, I'm self-employed here. I'm writing this novel. And yes, I want to eventually be making, I mean, my real goal is seven figures. Oh my God, I would love to make seven figures for my writing. But my first goal will be, you know, five figures and then six figures and and we'll get there. But you know, you got to shoot big because like, why not? And, um, but I can't put all this pressure on myself to like crank out and finish the book. And it's also really when you're a writer, it's nice to take step away from a book for a while. And then you can look at it with fresh eyes and have a new perspective on it. So I decided to take this week and last week I took off and like and it was so great. And it just like relaxed me so much. And I was able to enjoy my time with Pippa and doing Harry Potter movie thon with her so much more. And so I was planning to take this week off, too, because I didn't think Julian at camp. And when he I f- realized yesterday, literally yesterday, the director sends an email saying, OK, camp starts tomorrow. And I was like, what the fuck? And I texted two friends. They're like, yeah, camp starts tomorrow. I'm like, oh, it's Christmas in June. And then, oh, I should go back to working on my novel tomorrow. And then today I woke up and I was like, no, I don't think today's the day. I think I'll podcast and take a walk and maybe do a little crafting. And like, that's what's happening. And so, I mean, maybe I'll just... I think I will keep touching base with myself, like, next week on Monday. Be like, do I want to work on my novel this week? And if I'm not ready, that's okay. I forgive myself. It's not even... There's nothing to forgive. It's just, like, that's where I am. I'm self-employed, and, like, what is the point? And, you know, by self-employed, I mean I made, like, $200 last year. Like, let's not get carried away. Um, Got, But you know what? That means I can, like just keep writing books and eventually I will be making those six figures I want and then seven. So yeah, but if I'm self-employed like and I'm and I'm also a stay-at-home mom, which is a, which is work. What is the point of beating myself up and turning what's really fun and joyful into like a source of stress? So I'm going to just every week be like, eh, do I want to get back?" is like the like I I I get this urge to do something creative and it'll it'll like build up and I'll be like, Oh my God, I have to do this. Like I'm like driving myself crazy by not doing it. So like this morning I dropped Pip off at camp. I started driving away and suddenly my, my brain and my body and my soul was like podcast, 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 you have to podcast. I was like, okay, holy shit. I will go do a podcast episode. And I took my walk first and I had my phone and was like writing little notes on it. And then I came home and journaled and figured out what I wanted to say somewhat like, Obviously, I'm not reading a script because, hello, I am Captain Rambler. But, yeah, I think I'm just going to keep checking base with myself and being like, do I want to do this? What do I need? Like, if it's like the kids are at camp and what I really feel like I need is exercise and an hour of solid decluttering, then that's what I'll do. And um, then at the end of summer, they have three weeks of camp. That is from, like, I think nine to five. And I will have more time to write an exercise then I know what to do with. Because I can't, I mean, after you do three, four hours of writing, like my brain's like done. So I'm going to be able to meet Nathan for lunch and do craft projects. And I have like a whole list of like little me dates I want to do. And it's going to be like great, but it'll be great to do all the writing done. So yeah, as I talk this out loud, I think like there's a strong possibility. My book is on hiatus until like the second half of July and Right now that feels okay. And maybe all I need to do is tell myself right now I can take that time off. And then um, like next week, I'll literally be like, no, 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 I have to work on the novel. In which case I will. Like I'll just see where my where my muse leads me. Um, other things I'm working on this summer, um, connecting with friends, with gatherings while also honoring my introverted self. Humor, oh my God, humor laughing is so healing to me. I love you TikTok. I just I love TikTok so much. And like just finding like me and Nathan are we're watching Bachelorette. We, he's the one who got me into the show, so it's not like I'm torturing him. Um watching some schlocky TV. Um summer reading will be lots of easy books, lots of fun books. Um I just read a really tough book for my book club, and so if I read any tough books over the summer, I will allow one book club a month pick to be whatever it is. But otherwise, I'm just picking brain candy, you know, love stories, rom-coms, um, science fiction that's fun. Not like tough science fiction, but fun science fiction. You know, I'm just going to really enjoy my, um, my summer reading. I am going to allow myself some projects, and I think I'll think about that over the next week or two. Because I love projects. Not everyone does, but projects are definitely, like, my happy place. But I am going to keep them manageable. Like, maybe me and Julian will visit Airfree Library in Pasadena this summer. Because, um, why the fuck not? Uh, You know, like, our, our central library, which is this big, beautiful, historic structure, actually closed. Um, they discovered it's not, like, it's behind on all these earthquake retrofitting rules so it's closed and it's closed for years they may figure out a way to like get out the popular books and store them somewhere but right now the books aren't even accessible so I feel like it would be fun to visit all the branch libraries because it like there's something about browsing and seeing different books that's like really fun so I think maybe we'll go and you know visit all the libraries and I love summer reading um and with other projects um you know, I think, like, some low-key stuff instead of, because, like, it's just something I enjoy doing. Oh, my goodness. I am rambling. And I do want to try to keep exercising. But, again, you know, releasing that 12,000-step day Instead, like, I have this, um, I've really gotten into Obey, which is O Axamark Mark, B-E. And um, I love these classes. There's this guy, Walter K. Oh, my God. He just really, like, fills me up with energy. All right. I think that is enough rambling from me today i hope wherever you are um that you're feeling good and that you allow yourself the space and time to do any healing that you need to do from the past my god 15 plus months is are we at 16 months now i like shit i've lost track um and that you design your summer to be the summer that you need it to be and not necessarily the summers that you would have had like you know two years ago three years ago when things were quote-unquote normal but the summer that you need now all right that's it i'm going to try to stay cool on this like what is the forecast for like 102 103 day and hope wherever you are you are cool too bye thank you for joining me for this episode of adventures with my 40s you can reach me through my website courtneyhenningnovak.com or on instagram at courtney.novak If you're enjoying the show, subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. Have a great and wonderful week.